Welcome to the Leader Byte Podcast, hosted by Chester Goat. Bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Any topic is fair game here, because committed leaders bring it all to the table. Here's your host, Chester Goad. So, I'm here at the Catalyst Atlanta Conference, and I am sitting here with Craig Thompson from The Seed Company. Uh, now, this is typically where I would insert some sort of biographical thing right here, but since I just met you yesterday, uh, I'm going to let you just tell us about you personally, uh, where you're living, what you've been up to, and what you do for The Seed Company. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, thanks, Chester. So, my name's Craig Thompson. I'm the manager of mobilization for The Seed Company, and what that basically means is I'm mobilizing the body, the church at large around the world to embrace the movement of Bible trans. Our goal and our mission is to engage the remaining languages in the world that have zero scripture in it. There's roughly uh, about 1671 is the number, 1,671 mm-hmm. languages um, in some very difficult places to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those projects are also deaf translation projects. Yep. Um, orality projects and things like that. So, but we believe, and we, uh, by God's grace, we're going to make this goal by 2025 of at least engaging a portion of Scripture wow, okay. in those remaining languages. Wow, that's a, that's an awesome mission. So now you've been really really busy. You guys. Um Hooked me up over there with your virtual reality yeah. area. What do y'all call that? Do you call it virtual reality? Yeah, VR. It a yeah. VR <laughs> experience. And, it, you know, it was really perfect. And, I, well, actually, first I had to get a little handle on it because my son is a gamer. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> and so, you know, it t- took a little bit to, yeah. for me to navigate that. But so much fun when I got started. Um, gamers do a lot, a lot better at that, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, now I... I absolutely really love uh, talking to leaders. I love, I tell people I love making a difference, helping other people make their difference. Mm. And so that's, that's really what I'm passionate about. Mm. And, you know, what you're doing to me is really incredible and uh, unique in a lot of ways. And I'm going to let you fill the listeners in on the seed company, maybe a little bit about your history and then what what you actually do as a function. Sure. Okay, so Seed Company was actually born out of Wycliffe Translation, Wycliffe okay. USA. They realized, you know, having established the, the, the framework by which translation took place in the modern in modern times, you know, going back to the to the 30s or so, um, they still realized, you know, it, it's taken 30, 40, 50 years to do one project. Wow. Um, and with the amount of languages that were still in need of scripture, mm-hmm. they realized we have to figure out a way to do this faster. We're going to lose these people groups quicker than we can get scriptures into their hands. Gotcha. So they challenged their president at the time, uh, Bernie May, to take us, take some time off and figure out how can we do this. And mm-hmm. He came up with this little skunk work project called Seed Company, and uh, we essentially exist to accelerate the process of Bible translation. Yeah, I love the name. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, our mission, as I said, we partner not just with Wycliffe, but with hundreds of organizations all over the world, Bible societies on every continent. Mm-hmm. We're all after the same goal. Right. And so we kind of exist to accelerate that process. We provided a new framework by which we tap into the local language speaker to become the actual translator. Right, right. I wondered how, you know, such a, such a huge undertaking. I wonder how you got so many people to, to do this. I mean, the involvement that is mm-hmm. necessary uh, is just really, really amazing. And so, um, so the, tell me first before we really get into it. I saw something I saw that was really, um, really cool yesterday was I saw the mention in several places of the heart language. Yeah. Tell me what you mean by that. Yeah. The heart language is really what we focus on. Um, by example, you know, uh, in, in the deaf community, many can absolutely read 
read well. You know, uh, like here in America, many of the of the deaf people here are highly educated and mm-hmm. can read very well. But you know right. what? It's not the first language that they sp- start right. speaking. For them, the way they process language, it's it's more cerebral and slightly different. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, many have testified. In fact, we we were good partners with the Deaf Bible Society, and to hear their testimonies about how yes, they had read scripture many many times, but when someone actually signed it for them in their heart language, the depth and the understanding begin to emerge, and they begin to realize how personable Jesus can actually be. Oh, it's really amazing. Uh, and, you know, I really want to dive into that because a part of my passion, also part of my day job, actually, uh, is making things accessible for people hmm. with disabilities and people with a variety of different differences. That's what I do. I do that for a university, also heavily involved with some nonprofits that do those kind of things, accessible information, whatever yeah, that may fantastic. be. Uh, and so when I was going through the virtual experience, Experience, um, it really hit me and made an impression on me as to what links your organization is going to to support the deaf community. Mm-hmm. Um, and share with the listeners, first of all, if you don't mind, even touch on some of those stats because the Brazil stats, I thought that was very interesting in the number of population. And then, mm-hmm. and then what specifically y'all are doing with deaf culture. So yeah, you, so you called me out on the mat. I can't remember all my stats from Brazil. I <laughs> it was a huge number. Yeah, over nine million people in mm-hmm. in, the, in the area, right there in Rio alone, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And I forget what percentage of them. That's are okay. In the I can put it community. in the show notes for the. Okay, for the, excellent. Yeah, yeah but, but what sort of things are y'all doing? So, but you know, the, we also are trying to make things accessible for people. Uh, you know, um, not just even like in the deaf community, mm-hmm. but you know, there's other places that may even have scriptures, but nobody reads. And so it doesn't okay. make any impact. Yeah. So we go in there and we do oral projects with mm-hmm. those cultures and with those people. And that's where we begin to see it radically change people's lives. So another great example is um, in, in places like India where uh, in their, their social structure, women have a very low uh, place of honor, mm-hmm. if any honor at all. You know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They're very kind of a second-class citizen. And uh, it's very difficult for them to, you know, particularly uh, you know, being unmarried or something or maybe a, a single parent or whatever, right. it's hard for them to make a go of things. So we like to come in and empower them. We teach them orality and, and correct Bible translation, and we've seen these women literally elevated to a place of honor. They get invitations to come tell Bible stories, <laughs> not just it. in churches, that's, but even in businesses yeah. in the community. That's fantastic. You know, um, I don't think a lot of people realize the costs that mm-hmm. are involved in doing these types of things. Yeah. Translation of any kind is expensive. Right. Right. You know, I've, I'm very aware, just even in my day job, of you know about interpreting costs, uh, translating things, and uh, making things accessible costs mm-hmm. money. Um, and I know it shouldn't. I know that it shouldn't be about cost, mm-hmm. but the reality is that the cost plays a huge factor sure. in how we make things accessible and to what extent. And in this case, you know, we're literally talking about how we're making God accessible or a message of hope accessible. Yeah. Could you, could you, and, and you know, without having to divulge anything, could you speak to the costs involved? with what you're doing and maybe give us some insight into that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. To do, you know, and when we talk about a translation project, that could be anything from, you know, translating text for just one of the Gospels or to a complete Genesis to Revelation. Yeah. So obviously the cost varies depending on the scope and the size of that project. But we did a ton of analysts. Um, I say we, it wasn't me, it was the smart people back home who know how to do math. Um, they they analyzed it and they realized, you know what, we, we can aggregate this out and we can come to an average. It really cost about $35 per verse 
to that's do what we do. Crazy. And so that's what we've been, we're asking people to do to uh-huh. partner with us. If you can imagine just giving someone, you know, we all have a verse that we cling to mm-hmm. or something. Can you imagine giving that to somebody else? Yeah. Well, for thirty five dollars, we can do that. Well, and I see that you know the average person might see that, or hear that, and they're like, well, but you can buy a whole Bible for <laughs> yeah. you know for however mu- however many dollars or whatever. But this is creating a Bible uh-huh. in someone's heart language, like you said, uh-huh. you know, in order to to get uh, the message out there. And so this it's totally different. You got to get people to wrap their minds yeah. around. Yeah, it's extend. It takes a, a tremendous team, a tremendous amount of resources, a tremendous amount of technology mm-hmm. to get to to pull this off. And, uh, and like I said, with nearly, I think we've got close to a thousand projects active in the world right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 need the finances to make that happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. Now, how many uh, how many partners do you have? You mentioned Wycliffe. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many other groups do you, are you I, I, working with? Hundreds okay. around the wow. world, literally hundred on every continent. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's. I was surprised to learn that there's almost a Bible society in every country, uh-huh. and and we connect with them and we partner together. Together, that's how we identify people groups and learn about where projects are needed and what kinds of projects are needed, and and it's through those partnerships. Right. And did I understand correctly too that it's a it's estimated that there's a billion people who don't have the Bible available to them in their heart language. Yeah, uh, uh, there's about a billion people on planet that don't have a complete Bible. A complete Bible. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is that is absolutely shocking you, in, in a day, day of age. technology mm-hmm. and things like that. So when we talk about going and we're trying to reach people, yeah, tribes, whatever, right. Where are we going? What sort of? I mean, can you give some examples? I can. I can tell you some things, but in a lot of cases, I'm not allowed to say very okay. much at all yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the sensitivity. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. we're working in areas that the persecution is unimaginable, mm-hmm. and, and you know, just to mention the name of Jesus mm-hmm. or something like that in a gospel-related sure. context could mean the end of not just your life, but your family mm-hmm. and the destruction of your home and business and and all of these things. So, uh-huh. but I mean, like I said, we are active around the world, and mm-hmm. um, even in North America, mm-hmm. where there's still language groups here that are. Uh, looking for complete translations. Is it still fair? Is it fair to say that they're still finding people groups? No, actually we, we now believe we've identified all Everything. the language okay. groups out okay. there. Yeah, right. We know that there's roughly just you, a little... You hear stories about these obscure, someone found this obscure, you know, I know that was years ago probably yeah. too, but... Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure that there's somebody out there smarter than me about that and, and can you know shed some more light on it, but we, like I said, we know exactly 1,671 language groups out mm-hmm. there that don't have a single piece of scripture yet, and so we focus on that number wow. right now because that's our goal uh-huh. you know, to hit. Yeah, that's amazing. So how many actual staff members, team members do you have in the seed company? So in the seed company, in the home office, we've got somewhere close to about 150 or so, Okay, but most of those are, it's a mix between a uh, paid staff and what we call supported staff, missionaries, mm-hmm. oh, okay. who are supported by mm-hmm. their own local church. And then worldwide, that number jumps to close to 300. Okay. You know, and yeah. that's just within the seed company proper, not to mention all our partnerships. Yeah. Can you give any kind of insight into the process of translating? Like, okay, so you, 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 you have a group of people identified mm-hmm. who do not have um, a full gospel or whatever. Yeah. Um, what do you do? So you uh, obviously you've identified them. That's the first thing. But mm-hmm. then what? What kicks in? Who does what? Right. So again, as I said, when we partner with with these other societies and mission organizations around the world, they're usually coming to us with a very specific need. Hey, we've identified a people group here, mm-hmm. and we we want to come in and like for example, they may want to say let's let's translate the Jesus film mm-hmm. into their to their language because the idea is to not just translate a whole book and dump it on them, right. but rather translate scripture and immediately give it to them for use. Mm-hmm. 
So they'll come in and we partner with the Jesus Film Ministry and we'll do a translation in their mother tongue and we'll invite the entire tribe, village, town, whomever uh-huh. come out and watch it. And then we'll immediately follow on the heels of that with, with you know, the, the Gospel of Luke, sure. the Gospel of Mark. and, and, and Oh, that, that up. that's really amazing. Um, what sort of... Um Responses have you gotten when you've gone and you for the first time and you present this? It will give you chills. Yeah. I mean, to see you know, we recently had a, a, a showing of the Jesus film, and and um, I believe it was in Ethiopia um, that they did that project. And when they showed the film that evening, they had a big celebration, uh-huh. they invited everyone out, and then they showed the film right about dusk um, at the climax when Jesus is being crucified. You see children down front on their mm-hmm, knees mm-hmm. eyes wide open tears streaming out of their face mm-hmm, jaw wide open mm-hmm. and then immediately afterwards they're asking deep amazing powerful questions about who is this Jesus mm-hmm. how did he sit there and love those people who were killing him right I mean the story just is unlike anything they have ever heard mm-hmm. or before so we truly see life transformation almost instantly when they engage with scripture and see that that's the kind of thing that makes makes the job worth it oh absolutely. there it is that gets into your making your difference which I I really love. So what's the vision of the seed company for the next, let's say, 10 years? Yeah, so like I said, we focus really intently on the year 2025 because that's when we want to engage those remaining languages with at least a portion of Scripture. We feel like that's uh, that's church history. You know, Mm -hmm. it's rooted in the Great Commission. Jesus said, go and take this message to the whole world. And so that's really what we're focused on. Now, granted, that doesn't mean that the job's over. As I said, we're talking about Mm -hmm. just a portion of Scripture. We want to see all languages have a complete Bible in the next next hopefully 20 to 25 years we can start to make that a reality i love it if there's someone out there who wants to support or get involved or even work with the seed company what do they need to do all they need to do is go to theseedcompany.org okay there's great information there you can partner with us financially you can become a prayer partner you can learn about projects and people groups learn about how we you know innovate technology to accelerate the process and some of the neat things that we get to do around the world with that that's awesome now you guys also have a hashtag right it's in Bible poverty, right? Yeah. Hashtag in Bible, Bible yeah. poverty. I Bible really, poverty. really like that. I love the way yeah. you put it. So, uh, well, I want to um, thank you so much. Well, first of all, I have to say thank you for coming and sitting on the floor with me. People, listeners out there, <laughs> I want you to realize we, we couldn't find a table, so we're actually literally sitting in the floor, and there's actually people taking selfies. They don't know who they're taking pictures of, do they? They're like, well, <laughs> 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 not selfies, but pictures of us. You know, this is kind of funny. But anyway, I want to thank you for spending time oh, uh, with me today, pleasure. Craig, and for doing the important work that you're doing and letting people um, get connected with God in their heart language um, and whether it's written or spoken or interpreted for leading efforts that offer hope in this world. I really appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for giving me the time to talk. Awesome. Okay, everybody, that's Craig Thompson from The Seed Company. Hope you're going to check him out and uh, support The Seed Company online. Until next time, be sure you're sharing hope and compassion in your own heart language and follow me on Twitter, if you will, at Chester W. Goad. And until next time, keep living, keep learning, keep leading, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Leader Byte Podcast, bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Keep the conversation going at ChesterGo.com or on your favorite social media because leadership is a conversation worth having.